0: This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. The next story is posted by Reddit user Don Juan Conjob. The title of this story is The Engineer and His New Fuck Toy. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. In a small building located off the main campus of one of the most prestigious universities in America, A young woman walks into a dusty reception area. A harsh fluorescent light covers the room. She meets the receptionist posted in front of the door. Hi I'm Riley. I'm looking for Ty the woman behind the counter barked out. Mr. Esclavage is in lab D-46 when Riley looked her over she noticed the woman had sunk into her chair and settled. In this position she thought the woman resembled a toad. Yes ma'am. Thank you the woman snapped again. D-46. Riley rolled her eyes and set off towards the elevator. She supposed that impersonal front-of-house people were probably preferred in the engineering world. The toad probably scared away most potential human interaction, but not Riley. Riley had a mission. As she stepped into the elevator she looked for her floor and found a strange set of button labels. The buttons followed 3, 2, 1, B, D. And when she selected D she found herself starting to descend. She thought this was odd but didn't find use in questioning it. Instead, She used solitude to think about how she had gotten to this place. She was never a particularly smart girl, or at least her grades never indicated she was. In fact, she barely graduated high school. She wasn't great at work either. She had been fired seven times by her 19th birthday. But Riley was not without a skill set. She worked wonders at manipulating people, anyone. She hustled principals and cops alike. She even convinced a 70-year-old woman that the woman's watch would look better on her. To be fair it did. She wore it today and the gold band provided an adequate contrast against her green satin dress and the denim jacket she wrapped over her shoulders. She was persuasive with everyone, but she always had a special knack with men, because she knew how to play them. That is why she chose the dress that clung tightly to the curves of her body, the one that squeezed her cleavage so that her tits were nearly spilling out. That's why she wore the jacket. Riley saw tons of girls wearing nothing trying to pull something out of a guy and still they go home disappointed. Riley knew better. These girls wanted to present themselves as sluts. But guys don't really like sluts. Guys want a girl who could be a slut. That's why the jacket works. It's a fake warning. It feigns modesty while focusing attention on the least modest part of her body. By hiding her cleavage, she now makes every accidentally glance naughty. Now the guy feels flustered, maybe even embarrassed. And despite this, he still remains distracted. Since the jacket now labeled Riley's cleavage taboo. This is the disposition Riley liked in her men. In this state they were so impressionable. The elevator dinched and the door slid open. It took her quite a while to find room 46. By the time she saw the numbers on the door she was seriously regretting wearing her 4-inch heels. She opened the door to a dim room full of empty tables with what looked like extension cords hanging from the roof. In the corner, there was an office with a lamp on. Riley walked up to the door and knocked on the glass. Excuse me I'm looking for Mr. S. The door swung open. Hi Riley. Hi. Tim Tim looked good. Surprisingly good. He still had no idea how to show it. But underneath the bad haircut and the shirt that looks like it's one size too large, there was confidence. He seemed to stand taller and he seemed at ease in a way Riley had never seen from him. Please come on in. Tim gestured for her to enter. Finding a seat behind an oak desk with some papers and knickknacks, Riley found a chair across from the desk. She sat on the soft leather seat and looked up at Tim. Hi. How are you? What's happened? Tell me all about the last nine years. Tim smiled back and responded, long or short version, would you like a cup? He nodded to the coffee maker in the corner of the room. Um, do you hate me if I say short, and I'd love some. Riley stood to make herself a cup, but Tim stopped her. I've got it. He flicked his finger and suddenly the cord to his phone unplugged itself and sprung to life. I'm actually glad you picked short, I didn't want to have to tell you the long version. The cords retreated from the desk and slithered across the room and up the wall. I graduated high school, got in here, finished my master's. They offered for me to come on as an experimental technician. The cord then coiled around the handle of the coffee pot and poured two full cups. So now I get to play around with this shit every day. The cord wrapped itself tightly around the cups and transported the cups to their places and then retreated back to plug itself back into Tim's phone. Holy shit, Tim that's amazing. Tim smiled back, yeah I know. They spent another hour talking and catching up. When finally Riley brought up the subject of her education experience or lack thereof. So I can't really apply anywhere good with my track record. But I was thinking maybe you could say something about how good of a student I was and maybe they'd be more inclined to accept me. Tim raised an eyebrow at her. But Riley you weren't exactly a good student. Riley puffed out her bottom lip. Yeah, I know. But I just don't know what I'm going to do. Tim rested his hand on her hand. I'm sure that we can work out some way for you to get a degree. Whether you have to start out in the community. Are you sure though? There's nothing you could do to help me get into a good school. I'd be so appreciative. As she hung on the word so Tim blinked his eyes and returned a bright smile. Now that you mention it I'm sure there's something we can do. If you are willing to give me a little something. He gave her a grin which she returned. Oh, I never just give a little. Tim stood up and offered his hand. I'm sure that's true. Do you mind if we come back to this in just a second? I'd like to show you something. Riley pushed herself up with Tim's hand. Sure thing, baby. They walked out into the lab. Tim stepping forward into the center of the room lifted his hands. Then suddenly all of the hanging wires came to life, swirling and slithering in every direction. Bright blue LEDs lit up the room. Soon he was moving the wires in all sorts of ways and shapes. Have you ever wanted to fly? Riley's smile was affirmation enough. And the cords began to descend onto her arms and wrap up her legs and waist. They feel so weird. Soon the ones on her arms slid under her jacket sleeves coiling around her arms. The rubber coating of the wires was soft and cool. Soon her entire body was draped in cords. Okay, I want to fly. Suddenly, her feet felt lighter in her painful heels. In the next second, they fell off. Now Riley's whole body was suspended in the air. She couldn't even feel her weight against the wires. Tim spoke as her body started to soar around the room. I got this idea one day when I was walking with my phone plugged in. I looked down at myself and I realized man is the only creature who can't control his tail. Well, until now soon Riley was doing a loop-to-loops and hard turns. Before finally floating just above Tim's head, Riley looked down and felt the heat from Tim's breath against her neck. So explain this exchange again. This was the first moment Riley felt flustered. Well um. Well like I said, you would help me get into the college. Tim started walking circles around Riley. Yes, I know we covered that. What are you providing in return? Riley caught her breath as Tim finished his circle letting him turn his attention to her before she leaned her face up close and whispered. Well, I thought I said I'd be very appreciative. Tim in turn whispered, so you're gonna fuck me. Riley blushed and smiled. I don't know, do you want me to fuck you? Tim smiled and stepped back. I haven't decided yet. Can I look at the product first? What? What the fuck do you mean the product? Riley exploded at the question. Tim raises a hand to his chest. My apologies. I assumed something different. I thought you were attempting to give me a night of bodily attention in exchange for help in your collegial endeavors. He grinned at her with a raised eyebrow. Okay. Well as she took a deep sigh Tim added, if I misunderstood please feel free to leave. Or don't. We can go out to dinner. Catch up. No college acceptance. No sex, no big deal. You just flick those cords away, and we can leave. Riley bit her lip and pondered the current situation. Tim was obviously a prick but alright fine but you don't have to say it like that. You don't have to call me the product. Tim's grin softens. I'm sorry, can I see you? Riley's face grew red and nodded yes. Thank you. The cords began to move again the ones draped around her arms coiled and bunched at her joints. The ones the jacket was hanging on soon started to spread out. Soon the jacket looked inflated with the cords. Riley screamed, wait. But before the words left her mouth the seams of the denim were ripped apart in one quick motion. Cords flew everywhere at nerve-wracking speed. A few came inches from Tim's face. He never flinched. Only once the cords had retraced back to their metal cages did he take a step forward. I'll buy you a new one his eyes were transfixed on her full chest stretching against the fabric of her dress. But this, Tim ran his hand over the satin covering Riley's hips. This we should keep. Tim guided his hand over the silky fabric. Then Riley heard a strange voice barometric pressure increase .02%. What the fuck was that? Riley looked at Tim with a wild glare. Relax, it's just Salem. She's my AI. She's programmed to note changes in moisture. Our equipment sometimes requires a dry environment. Tim looked down at his high school crush's exposed chest. But everything in here is water-resistant. No worries. His eyes were fixed to Riley. Riley looked down at her exposed body. This wasn't floating. This was hanging. She was hanging, completely on display. She was used to men checking her out, but she was used to the side glances or wandering eyes. Occasionally the odd duck would stare hard before realigning his vision but all of those eyes had a sort of briefness. Tim's however lacked any bit of bashfulness. He looked over her body as a lustful examiner, mapping every inch of her exposed skin. She felt her blood pressure start to increase. Do you mind if I touch you? Tim raised his hands inches from her chest. She looked at her arm and the cord wrapped around it. Her hand was nearly touching the cord. She could easily flick the cord. She could go home. She could leave him and his weird cords. But then what? Besides it wasn't as if she hadn't planned on touching him tonight. And she certainly wasn't going to let him think he got her nervous. She smirked back at him. Be my guest. Tim's hands felt warm against her cool skin. His fingers pressed into the soft skin squeezing and massaging. Riley was at his mercy. Though her face refused to say it. You do have fantastic tits. Certainly worth the wait. They're so soft and full. I honestly don't know if I can move on. Riley's face reddened. Whether from embarrassment or arousal even she couldn't determine. Tim's thumbs gave both of her nipples a flick. I bet you can actually give a decent tit job with these. A cocky smile starts to sprout on Riley's face before she flattens it. Barometric pressure increase 0. .02%. Tim's hands drop Riley and his eyes turn up. Her eyes follow. That's odd, it rarely ever changes more than once an hour. Anyway, Tim's eyes lowered to match Riley's. She looked at his eyes and his hands. And for a second she wanted them to warm her cool skin again. Can I see the rear? Riley's composure shattered. Her ass was not a product. He can't just call it the rear. But she needed this so she smiled again and replied. You can look at it, but you can stop saying it like that. Tim smiled and the cord started to move again. Riley watched the room turn as she spun around. My apologies. Would you prefer can I see your ass? Riley stared at the wall on the other side of the room. Yes, baby this time the smile came full bloom on her face. And then she hears Tim's voice. Please stop calling me baby. Tim's hands crept underneath her dress bringing the dress over her full hips, completely exposing her fat pale ass. Before his hands left her body he squeezed a handful of her ass. His fingertips rested on the thin pink fabric of her panties. Barometric pressure increase 0.02% Tim looks up and then back at Riley and starts to chuckle. Riley hears the laughter and spits out. Hey, I don't know why you're laughing. That thing just keeps going off, and I never said you could squeeze my ass. Tim gathers his breath and then answers. You're right it does seem to just keep going off, but I think I've figured out what's causing it. Tim let go of Riley and walked around so that they were facing each other again. Doesn't matter. I'll tell you in a minute. First I want to tell you that your kind offer to sell my academic reputation for a one-night stand is going to be rejected. Riley struggled against the cords. What the fuck? Then get me out of these fucking things and let me go. Tim raised a hand to calm her. But I have a counteroffer. While I obviously don't value your pussy as much as you do. Riley gave him a spiteful look. I'd still like to make an agreement. I assume you had no intention of going to class or study. Do you even have a degree picked out? Riley felt completely powerless. He was right she had no idea how she would get the degree after she got his recommendation. She felt like all the energy had been sapped from her. Until she realized Tim had overplayed his hand. So you still want to fuck me? A wide grin spread over her face, looking again at Tim with a predator's focus. Tim grinned back. Yes, yes I do. The security on the school's database is really terrible. I've made my way in a few times. Riley looked a little confused. So you want fuck me while we sneak into the security office? Tim lifted a finger. What if you just didn't talk until I finish? Riley pouted she hated being shut up. The security of the school's records is really easy to hack into. If I wanted I could print you up a four-year degree. You'd never have to take a single class. In exchange, I want a year of service. Over the last few months, I've been very sexually frustrated. I've tried masturbating in one-night stands. The frustration comes back eventually slower after sex but still. I don't have time to date or chase tail. So I'm asking you for one year of relief. Barometric pressure increased 0.02% ignore it. Riley looked up realizing it was her turn to talk. So for a degree. I become your livin' whore for all your weird kinky shit. I'm not going to suck your toes. Tim smiled as Riley's cord started to raise her knees letting her ass sink. As it did so Tim took a step forward so that their bodies were only inches apart. Then her knees rose just a bit more so that now the only thing separating her vagina from his throbbing cock were the thin fabric of his pants and her panties. She could his bulbous head against her clit. First, you don't have to live with me. Though I do have a room with graduate housing, I've been meaning to upgrade if you need a place to crash. But if you insist on living independently go for it. Second, if you want to be vulgar about it sure you're a whore. But I think if you look at any relationship there's always a give and take. I know tons of couples who are with each other just because the sex is good, or they watch the same shows, or they just look good together. Even when it's love it's still an exchange. Our exchange is just one year of relief for me and four years of self-improvement for you. I don't see a problem with it. As to my weird kinky shit, I can't say here nor there. As to if it's weird or not, I have trouble defining a set of kinks. I feel like they're trying to diagnose my sexual proclivities. What I know I like sexually is being mean. I get off on making girls squirm, calling them names, tying them up, squeezing their asses. But I will never piss on you, force a tail up your ass, or leave scars. And personally, I think toes are only useful for dipping in pool water or retrieving a remote. Tim closed his speech by pushing himself against Riley before stepping back. Barometric pressure increased 0.02% what is that? Riley screamed, I'll tell you in just a second, I promise. But first the cord started to lower Riley, setting her down on her knees. Her face was now staring at Tim's waist. The deal is set, one four-year degree, one year of on-demand fucking. Now all you have to do is seal this deal with a kiss. And then Tim flopped his thick throbbing cock in Riley's face.